Hello guys and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. This is a podcast that is dedicated to all things black, all things carefree, all things pop culture, news, politics, music, culture, anything you can think of. We talk about it right here on this podcast. I am the host and my name is Shakira. So thank you for joining me for a new week and a brand new episode. If it's your first time hearing my voice, go ahead and subscribe. Why not? It's free. And you get a new episode every week. You know, you listen, I give you a new episode, give and take. And on the flip side of that coin, if it's not your first time hearing my voice, if you are familiar with who I am, what we do here, this podcast, the whole nine yards, that means you are a part of our carefree family. So thank you for coming back. Thank you for sharing it with your friends, your family, your kinfolk them. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So now that we have our little intro out of the way, we're going to have our carefree updates, a break from our sponsors, and then our topic of the day. Alright guys, so this week I have some good news. It's going to be a two episode kind of week. It is very rare that I do two episodes in one week because sometimes it can just be a lot to handle, especially now that I have two podcasts. Um, One was a lot to handle sometimes, but I feel like I've gotten the hang of it a little better to be able to handle two, but it's super duper rare for me to have two episodes for one particular podcast in a week, but it's my gift to y'all. So this Saturday, you're going to have another episode here on this podcast because remember, let me see, last week or the week before last, I told you all that I had written a list, you know, I did some self-reflection as one does when they are in quarantine for over a month. And I wrote a list of 26 things that I learned by the age of 26. I just turned 26 last week. So I made a list of things that I wanted to share with you all so that if you're older than me, if you're the same age as me, if you are younger than me, you know, I went through certain things so that you don't have to go through them. You learn your lesson by me, right? Or at least I hope so. Like, I hope that you take some of the things that I tell you I've learned into consideration and implement them into your own life so you can avoid certain pit holes and potholes along the way so that hopefully your journey is a little bit smoother. Um, So, yeah, that is what you can look forward to this Saturday. So I'm not sure if the podcast app is going to alert you that there's a new episode being that this particular episode is already going to be up this week, so you may have to check back in case your podcast streaming platform, your preferred one, doesn't let you know. I'm letting you know now. You're going to have two episodes this week. So that's that. I also want to remind you all that the second podcast, Black History Moments, is live. It is on Apple now. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcasts. Um, Anchor, of course. I believe there's a platform named Twitcher that it's on or Stitcher, something like that. But search your different platforms. Most of you all listen to the podcast on Apple and Spotify and also a few people on Google Podcasts. So it's on all three of those. You can search Black History Moments. You'll see my name right underneath Shakira White. So, you know, it's me. And that one is just for history, learning about our people, different events, um, different historical figures that I feel like did not get enough recognition or don't get enough recognition in our history books, in our newspapers, in our books, um, 
all of that. So you can listen to that podcast. If you like more like history-based kind of learning or Black history period, you can listen to that podcast. So I wanted to remind you all of those two. Now on to the fun stuff. I listened to Instagram Live today. Me, my mom, my dad, we watched it on TV because now Instagram allows you to watch Instagram Live on like your desktop computer or your laptop or whatever on the Instagram website. So we watched Babyface versus Teddy Riley. Listen, girl, girl. First of all, this event, right? So I'm not sure if y'all have been noticing, but you know, a few weeks back, um, different artists, different producers, entertainment people have been doing these like Instagram live like challenges and one person will play their music and then the next person plays their music it's like a battle and I was not particularly fond of any of it just because I don't know I just didn't see what the fun would be in watching people do that so I never watched any of them but when I heard about Babyface and Teddy Riley I was like oh now that is one I am interested in hearing I'm like a I feel like I'm an old woman at heart, like a very old woman, like deep inside. So I was like, girl, I can watch that one. So this was supposed to happen two weeks ago. Now, what had happened was apparently Teddy Riley felt like um, being that so many people were interested in watching the live he felt like they could monetize it. So I think he was trying to host it over on his website and have people pay to watch it. And you know us, we were like, that's not going to go. So they brought it back to Instagram. And then something else happened about 5G. I don't know that part, but they brought it back to Instagram. So Saturday, I'm in my bed. I'm waiting. I think it was supposed to start at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Girl, I don't know. All I know is they didn't start on time. And then when they did start, it was like, mind you, Babyface is in his studio. He's by himself. He is recovering from COVID-19. So he's very low-key and chill. I mean, he's low-key and chill anyway, but he was extra low-key and chill. And then here comes Teddy Riley, y'all. He has a keyboard. He has microphones. He has hype man over here juking and jiving in the back. He has people in and out of the camera frame. He is like setting up a whole production we didn't ask for all that. Like, Teddy, all we wanted you to do was go to a studio, set your phone up somewhere, lean it on something, prop it on something, and play the hits. Play the hits. That's all we asked you to do. But no, he just wants to have this full-on production. The music was echoing back. When it wasn't echoing back, we couldn't hear it. The volume was all disrupted and muffled. It was just insane. And the comments were killing me because everyone was like... Your sound is bad. Your sound is bad. And then he's telling Babyface, oh, it's your microphone. Your microphone is messing up my sound. And everyone is like, no, it's you. So eventually they end up having to shut the whole live down. Y'all, it, it, it was a mess. It was the hottest mess I've seen in a long time. And not on Babyface's accord. Like, he was fine. His sound was spectacular. He was cooling. And he was so shady because Teddy Riley had so many people with him and when Teddy Riley was saying something to him about the sound Babyface was like oh I'm just over here you know social distancing and stuff and it was hilarious so 
today they had a rematch today as in Monday when I'm recording this podcast and they had a rematch and Teddy Riley was finally in the studio I wish I could say he was by himself but he wasn't he had his hype man come in a little bit later and then he had like two other people that I saw often like coming in and out helping him with stuff but y'all it was really good it was so good I really enjoyed it I love stuff like that because there were so many songs that Teddy Riley was a part of that I had no idea about um and I wish I could name some of them but my memory girl mm -mm. so I'm not even gonna try to embarrass myself (laughs) by trying to name some of the songs but if you have title they always do a playlist recounting the songs that the producers covered during those little Instagram battles so if you have title you can go and look up the playlist and hear some of the songs that they played but it started messing up about like two hours into the lives two hours or more into the lives and I think it was because there were so many people watching it was like over 500,000 people watching the live and Instagram I think Instagram was like "Mm mm-mm Y'all got to go somewhere with all that. (laughs) Like, we gave y'all two hours. It's time to shut this down. But it was so enjoyable. And I'm so thankful to artists and entertainers that are doing things during this time to keep people entertained. Because it can be hard being stuck in the house. Trust me. I have often thought about what else I could be doing right now besides looking at these four walls. So I am appreciative to them for that. It was very fun. If you caught it, you know what I'm talking about. If you didn't go on YouTube, I'm sure hundreds of people screen recorded it and just enjoy you some good music and hear some stories about their past and producing a lot of songs. All right. Now, next on my hit list, Georgia. I'm back on you again this week. Last week, I told you all that, you know, usually... I'm always at my home state's neck about something stupid that's going on. And I will be the first Floridian to tell Florida when something we are doing does not make sense, which is often, (laughs) which is often. But for the past two weeks, Georgia, I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous, but you have been running neck and neck with Florida. And I don't know if we are too close in vicinity where Florida thought processes are starting to rub off on you at the line, the state line. I don't know what's going on, but Georgia, I need y'all to get it together. Okay, get it together. Because this week, your governor, um, Brian Kemp, he announced that certain businesses can reopen this current week. And it's, it's crazy. There have literally been so many health officials that have warned us time and time again that if we give up on practicing social distancing, we can have a second and a third wave of this virus and be back at square one all over again. But here we go. We have these governors that are listening to head clown in charge and they're like, oh, let's just open some more businesses. And listen, the protesters Have y'all seen pictures of these protesters that are waving American flags saying that we need to open our businesses again? And it's just like, on one hand, I get it because people are hurting right now. The stimulus check, the $1,200 is not going to be enough to hold, you know, a lot of people over rent, utilities, Wi-Fi, cable, food water like there are so many bills that are piling up on people at this time and I get it 
So I understand wanting to be able to go back to work and I understand need like feeling that need of having to work to have some income coming into your household. But at the same time, is your health not just as important as where you are economically? And I get it. And it's just like, I feel so torn over this issue because I want people to be able to stay afloat during this time financially. But at the same time, I mean, I guess if your priorities are different, like for me, health is number one. Like, I don't care if I don't get a paycheck in two months if that means that my family and I are healthy and safe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather be healthy than to be paid, but being on a ventilator for five weeks or two months or two weeks. I don't care. Like I would rather have my health and strength than a paycheck. And that's just me. And I understand people are different. People have different things that they hold near and dear to their hearts. So I get it. But at the same time, it's like, come on, y'all. Like we got to be better than this. We have to do better than this. So Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, he was saying that specifically fitness centers, bowling alleys, like first of all, when was the last time you've been to a bowling alley? No shade to anyone who actually enjoys going to bowling alleys. I have been to my share of bowling alleys, but out of everything that is out there to do, bowling alleys are not my number one pick. Like movie theaters, yes, I love the movies, but a bowling alley? But okay, here he goes. He said bowling alleys, body art studios, barbershops, hair salons, nail salons, and massage therapy businesses. All of these places can open um, April 24th. So this Friday, theaters and restaurants will be allowed to open Monday, April 27th. That's next week. But he said that bars and nightclubs will remain closed for now. This is just insane to me. Like, it's, it's almost laughable. It would be laughable if so many people's lives would not be at risk. And I'm particularly concerned about the people that will be working at these theaters, these restaurants, these salons, the barbershops, the bowling alleys, the fitness centers, because they have to go home to their family and their friends and their spouses to put them at risk. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I hope I'm voicing this correctly because it's so crazy to me. Like it doesn't make sense to me. So I feel like me expressing how much it doesn't make sense to me is not making sense. If that makes sense. So I just, you know, and I'm I'm scared to say that I feel like Florida is going to follow suit. I feel like Florida is not going to be far behind because I'm not going to even get on our governor because I don't want those problems. But I do feel like Florida is going to be near in the future to say, all right, let's crank Disney World back up. You know, let's get back to business when this virus is still a real threat. So. Hate to say it, hope I don't sound ridiculous, but that is crazy to me. And speaking of the coronavirus, Michigan has had their youngest victim of the virus. Her name is Skylar Herbert. She passed on Sunday. She was on a ventilator for two weeks and she tested positive for the virus last month. So in March, she tested positive. 
and she developed a rare form of meningitis and swelling on her brain. Her mother and her father were both very active in the Detroit community. Her mom had been a police officer for 25 years. Her father was a firefighter for 18 years, and she passed on Sunday. So my condolences to her family. My God, I cannot imagine five years old. And that's why it's so important to me that we don't stop practicing social distancing and staying at home until we get a hold on this thing. Like people, I feel like sometimes, and it's natural to feel like this, but sometimes when things don't directly affect us, when things don't come knocking on our front door, we feel as if, okay, it's not affecting me, it's affecting them, so we're fine. But we have to stop looking at things like that. We have to realize that we are all connected some way or another. And one person's loss is not, you know, just, you know, a complete disregard to you. One person's loss is all of our loss. So I hope that you all will stay home as hard as it may be. If you need someone to talk to, hit me up because I understand that at this time it is also difficult for people dealing with depression and people that are being abused or don't feel safe at home. Listen, I will hook you up with some resources. If you need someone to talk to, hit me up. I'm always in my DMs. So, you know, talk to me. Because there have also been people that have committed suicide during this time because it's hard being at home and some people are alone. So reach out to people, make things fun. I have been trying to make conversation on Twitter and Instagram, whether it be my stories or just tweeting about different things I'm watching to try to make conversation so people don't feel so alone. So reach out to someone, be a friend be a family member and that's all I have for our carefree updates here are our sponsors and then we're going to come back and talk about our topic hey it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels so whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City go Kevin or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, so boom. It's Saturday. Put yourself in my shoes. So this past Saturday, I had some things that I was working on, some things I needed to get done. I woke up at 9 a.m., maybe earlier. It might have been earlier. I may have woken up at 8.30 a.m. Because I had an online Zoom meeting. And that Zoom meeting, oh my gosh. I thought I liked Zoom. I I realized that I don't like Zoom. That Zoom meeting lasted, I want to say, two hours and 30 minutes. I am not one of those people who likes long meetings. I feel like we just need to cover everything. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get to the point. Let's have discussion and then go on about our lives. And I feel like now people are using Zoom as an excuse to meet longer because everyone is at home and it's like, oh, you don't have anything else to do. We can meet for three hours. But no, I'm not trying to be on the computer for three hours. Anyway, I had the Zoom meeting. It was like two hours and 30 minutes. So I think it started at 930. I'm not sure. 
Anyway, I finished the meeting. And so after it was over, I was feeling like really productive. So I went and grabbed um, something quick for breakfast. And I had like, I was thinking about getting some coffee, but I didn't get coffee. And I came back to my room and I'm like, all right, the productive bug has hit me. Let me get some things done because it's not often that this productive spirit hits me during this quarantine. I have been extremely relaxed, extremely chill during this entire month. So I was like, let me get some things done. Um, I want to edit a social media video for the Black History Moments podcast. And that video, I had no idea what concept I was going for. But that video took me about like 35 minutes to edit. So because I wasn't really sure like how I wanted it to look, I was winging it, which took me a little bit longer to edit. And then while I'm at it, I'm thinking, okay, I might as well edit a vlog for my YouTube channel as well. I'm still feeling productive. I'm still feeling that like get up and go spirit. So let me edit a vlog. By the time I look at the time, it's 4.30 p.m. And I had not left the chair that I was sitting in. I had my little, um, I have this table that you can like flip down and flip up so you can like fit it in between spaces. It's not like a table that is always there all the time. Like you can break it down. So I've been sitting at this little table that I have set up. Um, I've been sitting in this chair all day. I have not moved at all from this chair. And it's 4.30 and I'm thinking to myself, wow, it is really late and I haven't moved. But after looking at the time, I also started thinking to myself, okay, well, what can I do now? And then it hit me that I wasn't satisfied with the work that I had done all day. I had edited this social media post. I had been in a meeting for over two hours. I had edited and uploaded a vlog and created a thumbnail for that vlog, posted the video to social media for the Black History Moments podcast. And I still thought to myself, what can I do now? What can I do now? That's not enough. It's not enough. And I was like, you know, I had some a moment of introspection, excuse me, and self-reflection. So I forced myself to be still and I asked myself, why do you feel like you haven't accomplished anything today? Although you have, why do you feel like that? And I forced myself to sit with that question for a while because it's easy for us to like one, ask ourselves a question and then kind of just move forward on about our day and ignore it. But I have been forcing myself, you know, asking myself questions. Why do I feel like this? Why is that emotion bubbling up? Um, Why am I reacting to certain things like this? Like, what is the root issue that is causing these feelings? So I asked myself the question and I forced myself to sit in that chair and answer the question until, you know, it made sense to me. So I'm sitting there. I don't know how long it took me, but it hit me that... It was just this random thought, and I said to myself, I keep moving the finish line. And then I asked myself again, what does that mean, you keep moving the finish line? I'm I'm not crazy, y'all, I promise. But, you know, I, I feel like it's very healthy to not necessarily talk to yourself, but just check in with your mind, your heart, your spirit, 
and ask yourself certain questions and also be honest with yourself because you can't always depend on your friends or your family to ask certain questions that need to be asked when it concerns you. So I ask myself a lot of questions because I need the answers. Now, I thought, you know, I keep moving the finish line. So even when I check off something that I may have wanted to get done, on a particular day or during a particular hour, um, in the same breath, as soon as I check it off, immediately my next thought is add something else, add a new task. What can you do next? And then as I do that, I feel like I haven't done anything worthwhile. And I hope that makes sense. So I thought about it, you know, I sat with it and I thought about how often Everyone does that. How often people do that. And how many times have you had, you know, the thought of finishing something? Maybe it's something that you just came up with yesterday or you're like, oh, I need to do that. Oh, I need to send this person an email. Oh, I need to write this person back. Oh, I need to edit this. Oh, I need to do this homework assignment. I need to write this paper. I need to email my professor. I need to apply to this job. I need to update my resume, whatever it may be. How many times have you thought to yourself, okay, I need to do that. And then eventually you get around to it. And as soon as you complete it, you don't even give yourself props for finishing it. Your next thought is immediately, what can I do now? That's not enough. We do that so often, and I am calling that moving the finish line. We start moving the finish line. So instead of feeling like proud of yourself for doing something or doing that one thing or those couple of things that you set out to do, instead, you feel unaccomplished and like you haven't done anything at all. So that is why we are here today, because after I had the thought, I was like, I cannot be the only person that is dealing with those kinds of thoughts. I'm sure there are several people out there who also move the finish line in their personal lives. And I want to help y'all out because it's something that I am going to actively practice in my own life to stop moving the finish line. And I also feel like this is a very important kind of topic to talk about today because during this quarantine, I have been seeing so many videos, so many social media posts, So many Instagram ads, Facebook ads, YouTube ads from people that are like, are you being productive? Or I've seen tweets from people that are like, if you let this quarantine be over without starting a business or without writing that book or without writing that screenplay, you wasted all this time. And Shakira last year would agree with, even Shakira a few months ago, would agree with that. I would be like, be productive, use this time, run yourself in the ground, burn yourself out. Like this is the time you will never have this time again. But then I was like, this is not the time. (laughs) Like there's a time and place for everything I do believe. And if you are using this time to um, jot out a business plan or to purchase a website domain or to start your YouTube channel or to start a book that you want to write, whatever it is that you want to do, if you are using this time to do those things, I commend you and I applaud you for doing that. But I also want those people that may have the desire to do those things but haven't found the energy or the attitude or just the overall feeling to want to like start it or to want to push forward with it I want you to know that it is okay (laughs) like there are several things that I want to do right now and I have 
woken up several times over the course of this quarantine and thought to myself, I'm wasting time. I'll never have time like this again. I should have done this. I should have written four scripts. I should have written a book. I should have done this. I should have done that. And really beating myself up about it. But I'm coming to terms with the fact that there is so much going on right now. There is so much uncertainty in the world. It is okay to not do all of those things. It is okay to be still. And I want you to know that it is okay to be still. And I was also driving today, right? I promise I wasn't going anywhere, but sometimes you just have to get out of the house and drive down the street. So I was driving today and I was thinking to myself, you know, Shakira, I know, you know, I'm talking to myself, I'm not out loud. Okay. The only time it you should be iffy or worried about talking to yourself is if you answer back. But, you know, I'm thinking to myself, um, there were so many moments leading up to this quarantine, like before we even knew what was going on, that I thought to myself, you know, I was doing all of this video stuff. I was doing the podcast stuff. I was applying here, applying there, getting ready to graduate. And during all of those moments, I would think to myself often, I wish I just had a day. I wish I just had two days. I wish I just had six hours to do nothing, to just be home, to just lay in bed, to have no worries, no responsibilities. I wish I had time to do, like, to just rest. And today when I was thinking that, I'm like, this is the time. It is okay to just rest right now. It is okay to just be still. And it kind of really annoys me when I see so many people posting on social media, like making other people feel bad for resting and making other people feel bad for not having all of these grand and extravagant plans during the quarantine. Like some people are struggling to just get up every day. Like that's hard enough than having all of these outside influences telling you that you're also wasting your time during this quarantine. Like stop doing that. So if there is something that you are planning to do, not only now during the quarantine, but also moving forward in your future, I want you to remember to stop moving the finish line. Because when I was feeling productive Saturday, you know, and it had been, I'm not going to lie, you know, I have been on top of the podcast. I have been consistent. Um, but there are other things, of course, that I'm like, I should be doing this or I could do this. Even something as simple as finishing a book right? Like there's a book that I'm finishing right now. I'm going to finish it as soon as I finish recording this podcast episode. But I have been looking at this book for the past three weeks and I've been thinking to myself, I should really finish that book. I should really finish that book. And today I finally got to it and that is okay. But, you know, we have like these to-do lists, these checklists of things that we want to accomplish. And it just happens way too often that we finish it, we check it off, and then we don't commend ourselves. We don't take the time to pause and be proud of finishing whatever it is that we have been wanting to do before we move on to the next thing and start beating up on ourselves. Like, okay, I did that. Now I need three more things to do. Like, just stop, chill out. It's okay. Enjoy what you just finished. So I want to give you all a few tips to stop moving your own personal finish lines when you have things that you want to accomplish. So step one, tip one, set attainable daily goals for yourself and be proud of yourself when you check them off. So that's kind of two in one. First, set attainable goals. 
And I wanted to highlight the fact that we are saying attainable here because often when I was in school, like high school, middle school, we had like this um, junior leadership kind of class and I didn't take it seriously then, but there are a lot of things you don't take seriously way back then. And as you get older, you're like, okay, that made a lot of sense. So one of the things in that class was about setting goals. And the teacher was telling us, you know, often when we set goals, we have like this big, you know, the grand scheme of things, we have like this one particular goal, say, um, I'm just going to say starting a YouTube channel just because that's the easiest example I can use right now. But you can apply this to applying for a job, applying to colleges or graduate programs, taking the GRE, um, whatever it is in your personal life that you want to do. So but today I'm just going to say starting a YouTube channel. So you have this goal. I want to start a YouTube channel. Now, when we're thinking about things that we want to check off in relationship to that goal, we don't often break it down into small attainable goals. So when you start looking at the entire picture, it can become overwhelming. So if I wanted to start a YouTube channel and I say I want to launch it in three months, just throwing a number out there, I want to launch it in three months. But as I'm going, like as time is rolling on, I start getting overwhelmed because I haven't even set a starting point for myself. I haven't even broken this thing down into small steps to get to that big goal, which is launching the channel. So one thing you can do, create an email address like that can be one day. You have that day dedicated towards creating the email address that is going to be used for that YouTube channel. The next day, your attainable goal could be writing a description for that YouTube channel. The next day, your goal could be finding a template on a particular website, <clears throat> Canva, not sponsored, um, a template on Canva that can be your header image for your YouTube channel. You can find a day in which you just write down video ideas like there are so many different ways that you can break things down um thinking about if you want to apply to graduate schools you can have a day where you write down different schools that you are interested in and then the week following you can set Monday I'm going to look at Florida State Tuesday I'm going to look at the University of Florida Wednesday I'm going to look at Northwestern Thursday, I'm going to look at Hampton. Friday, I'm going to look at Howard. I'm just throwing schools out there. Like break it down into small attainable goals for yourself so that the overwhelming, like the overarching goal that you're trying to get to does not seem overwhelming to you. And in that way, as you check things off, you're going to be so much like clearer when it comes to seeing how close you are to achieving that particular goal or that particular thing that you want to do as opposed to just having this one thing oh okay I want to write a book okay you want to write a book but what are your small attainable goals to get to that end goal are you going to write a chapter a month are you going to write three pages every two days you know Things like that, like break it down into small attainable goals. So that is one. Now, tip two is one that I definitely have to work on myself because I do this so often. But tip two, do not overload yourself with more than you can or should handle. 
So when I say this, I mean, I'm going to use me as an example. Um, I have all these things, right? So I have the two podcasts. I'm going to use the podcast as an example. I have this podcast and I have Black History Moments. Oftentimes, you know, going into a new week, I know that each week, each podcast needs an episode. So that's what, two episodes per week. So I often think to myself, Monday or Sunday, I'm going to record two podcast episodes. I'm going to record for Carefree and I'm also going to record for Black History. In one day, I'm going to edit them and chop them up. I'm going to upload them that same day. I'm going to write the episode descriptions that same day. And then that way, the rest of the week, I don't have to worry about it. (laughs) Joke's on me. That is overloading myself. So I am really trying to break out of this habit. I have trying, I have been getting a little bit better at it. Um, I'm not all the way there yet, but I did want to share that with you because oftentimes we overload ourselves and we don't think about it like in the grand scheme of things we just say okay I want to edit five videos today but like do you really need to edit five videos today do you really need to write two blog posts in that same day like do you really need to write 10 pages of that paper um do you really need to run all five of those errands today or can you split those tasks up into different intervals on different days like can you split it up can you if you want to put out two blog posts this week can you dedicate a blog post you know writing it Monday can you write the second one Tuesday or Wednesday like you don't have to sit down and finish everything in one sitting and I think oftentimes we do that because it makes us feel like I've done something I've edited five videos today. I wrote three blog posts. Look at me. I feel so accomplished, but you just burned yourself out. (laughs) Like you burned yourself out. Like, so do you really feel accomplished? Break things down, split tasks up, you know, over the course of days or weeks, however, you know, however it works for you, split it up and don't overload yourself. Don't overwork yourself. Third, do not, and this is so important, Do not let these, I'm using air quotes, productivity experts, the self-proclaimed productivity gurus of the internet fool you. Do not let those people who are always pushing this agenda that, you know, while you're sleeping, they're working. Like, you you know the ones I mean. You know the ones I'm talking about. The ones that were like, you should have used your stimulus check to start a business. Never mind that we're about to go into a recession. I started three businesses with my stimulus check. Oh my gosh, you bought groceries with yours? You should have starved. Why didn't you start a business? Like those people. Like don't let those people fool you. Don't let them make you feel bad for prioritizing things in your life that matter to you. Like it. those things don't concern them at all. And the older I get, the more I understand that Whatever I want to do with my life is my business. And I'm not going to let anyone who I don't even know, someone on the internet, tell me what I should be doing with my time or my money or my resources. 
you as a person are a resource. You are a valuable resource, and especially to yourself. So don't let these productivity people make you feel like you're not doing enough. Society does that all the time to us. We always feel like we're behind. We always feel like we're not accomplishing enough. Um, there are hundreds and thousands of people that are in the position that we would want to be in but if we just worked a little harder we would be there don't let those feelings from those people get to you like don't let it happen it happens all the time but don't let those people fool you into feeling like you are not doing enough if okay hold on because I just thought about something (laughs) I don't want to enable you I don't want to tell you this and make you feel like oh great like Shakira is saying it's okay for me to just ignore this paper that I need to be doing. No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) I am not saying that. What I am saying is that you do as much as you can do in the time that you feel comfortable doing it. Unless you're being lazy. Don't be lazy. Um, But you do it over time. And don't make other people, don't let, don't allow other people to make you feel like you're not doing enough. Um, Because... At the end of the day, if something were to happen to you, those people are not going to take care of you. They aren't going to check on you. They aren't going to update your social media profiles if something were to happen to you. So take care of self first. There was a point where, okay, so when I started my YouTube channel, there was the particular YouTuber that I used to watch all the time. And she would post a video. She would post like three videos in a week. And whenever I would see it, I would be thinking, why am I not posting three videos a week? I should be posting three videos a week. And I always felt so bad because I would be um, comparing what I was doing to what she was doing. Never mind the fact that I was an undergrad of college. I had a job. I was working at Dollar General. So I was in school full time. I was working part time. I was in a sorority. I had just joined a sorority. I have this new, fresh YouTube channel. I had a blog. So I had a lot of things going on. This girl was living in L.A. making who knows how much money, you know. And that's all she had to do was make YouTube videos. But in my head, I was not considering the fact that we are on two separate journeys, doing two separate things right now. And it is okay if I can only you know, have the time to post one video every two weeks or one video a month. Be happy for being able to do that much. So do what you can and don't make other people make you feel like you're not doing enough. And lastly, I want you all to stop looking at burnout as a good thing. It's not burnout is not cute. Burnout is not a reward for finishing things Burnout is not something to look forward to. Now, if you don't know what burnout is, I haven't given you all a good, a nice old, old fashioned definition in a long time. So this is what burnout is defined as. So in terms of our psychology, burnout is a state of emotional, physical and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. Burnout is not cute. I'm going to say it again. Burnout is not cute. I, too, used to think that if, you know, I pushed myself far enough, 
to the point where I felt burnout. Okay, I've accomplished something. When really I hadn't accomplished anything but made myself exhausted. And then I have to use the days forward to recoup from that exhaustion. So don't let burnout be a cute thing. Burnout is not a reward for getting things done. Whenever you feel yourself, you know, going a little bit too far, further than you should be going, take the time out to stop and check in mentally, emotionally, physically. How are you feeling? Is your brain tired? Your brain is a muscle. It works just as hard as your other muscles, maybe even more. Actually, actually, maybe your brain and your heart might be the most... Hmm, that's a good question. I'm going to Google that. But I feel like (laughs) your brain and your heart, but right now we're talking about the brain, is like one of your most important muscles. You blinking, your heart beating, movement in your limbs, you even doing the things that you need to do. Your brain is responsible for all of that. So rest it. It needs rest just like every other part of your body. So those are my tips for you to stop moving the finish line for yourself I want you to remember that and also just be proud of your accomplishments be proud of finishing that one thing that you set out to do or finishing the two things that have been on your to-do list for the past month be proud of that and find joy in those moments and don't feel like other people's victory or other people's image Because we all know that social media is what other people want us to see. Um, Don't let what other people post hinder you and don't let it make you feel bad for what you're going through in your own life. So I hope that you all will remember that. And I hope that you will not only carry it with you during this quarantine, but also carry it with you throughout the duration of the rest of your life. Okay, don't, you know, remember all these tips. Don't let other people get to you. Don't look at burnout as a reward for anything. It's not cute. It's not a reward. It is something that you should avoid. Don't let productivity gurus, the internet, productivity people make you feel bad for not doing enough quotes. And also set attainable goals. Like set attainable goals, daily goals, weekly goals that you can just knock off and be proud at the same time of finishing those goals. So that's all I have for the topic. We haven't done a Shakira's Keys in a while, but it's just because I I feel like the topics have been like all encompassing of the keys that I have to give to you all because I just felt like that one was a Shakira's Key. But I'll leave y'all with this one. Um, Believe in yourself and your ability, because if you don't, no one else will. Like you can't depend on other people to believe in you and your ability more than you believe in it yourself. And if you do, sometimes you will come across people that believe in your ability more than you do, but it's only going to last for so long. Like eventually you're going to have to believe in it just as much or more than other people do if you want to go anywhere with it. So I'm going to leave that with you all. I hope that you all stay black. Stay carefree, and I will see you next week. Actually, no, not next week. I'll see you guys Saturday in a new episode, a two-episode kind of week. So I'll see you guys Saturday. Stay blessed, stay safe, stay home. Bye, guys.